Hey, welcome back to the 102 Project Podcast. My name is Nathan. I'm a regional mobilizer with Greater Europe Mission. Today's episode is all about short-term mission. And on this episode, I have with me a former 102-er named Ian Prince, who served with us in Frankfurt, Germany in 2019. So we dive a bit into that, into his story, uh, not only with 102, but with his life, but also we dive into what does it look like to serve with a short-term after the 102 project, that's our hope and our aspiration. Not only that people come and serve with us on the 102 project, but it sparks within them something to serve longer, uh, to potentially say, hey, I could take a gap year. Hey, I can launch into a two to three year midterm, or you could say yes to the rest of your life on the mission field in Europe with us. So today's episode is great. I hope you learn a lot. Ian is great. Enjoy this episode. episode it is short-term mission mm-hmm. and you are the journey coordinator mm-hmm. uh, you have a role in what's called the journey but let's just define what that is like within gem like what is the journey and what does short-term service look like mm-hmm. yeah so the journey it's kind of a good marketing strategy because some people hear the journey like what is that yeah i might be one of them too yeah and so i had to learn what the journey is and so uh-huh. when people ask you go, the journey is short-term service. It is missions ranging from one month to 12 months. That's kind of what we defined short-term service as, and that is now branded as the journey. Right. So the journey, hopeful, with short-term service is to go into long-term service. Yeah. So that's part of the journey. And yeah, define my role as short-term service coordinator okay. and field relations. Okay, short-term service coordinator and field relations. So... You have two parts to the journey and mm. two parts to this kind of role. So you have applicant relations mm-hmm. and then field relations. So like what if somebody was to apply for the journey, what would that look like? Like what would that process look like when they're going into the pipeline for serving with us? Yeah. So my colleague Elena, Elena mm-hmm. Reyes, we yeah. work kind of very much in tandem and together as coordinators for the journey. She works more on the applicant relations side I work on the field relations side so most people when they go through the application process for short-term service with Jim mm-hmm. and the journey they will be hearing first from you mm-hmm. and Nathan yeah a regional mobilizer regional mobilizer yeah and then kind of that next step of the process as you kind of get into the interviews we'll be hearing from Elena yeah so okay be interviewing with Elena getting to know her she'll be getting to know them and then Throughout that process, you get to the placement phase mm-hmm. where I'm getting applicants and then looking at the field, our long-term missionaries on the field, and then placing short-termers with long-terms. And it kind of, it's it's a fluid team. And so we're able yeah. to talk with each other and hear each other's thoughts and things and figure out best placement um, yeah. and then work in tandem together. Yeah. And you were a 10 tour in 2019 in the first year you know so you served in frankfurt and we'll Mm -hmm. dive into that a little bit later on but what was it about you know 10-2 that led you into the process of serving with us for a longer period because now you're full-time with with Mm -hmm. greater europe mission and you're full-time working in the colorado office Mm -hmm. that's where our headquarters is in the united states so what was that process like of serving with us and then saying okay i think i want to serve a little bit longer term and uh, just express some of those feelings. So maybe some of our listeners who have maybe done ten two, mm-hmm. or who are looking for something longer after ten two, uh, what those feelings may be, and like what that process might look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
So short-term service in terms of missions, short-term mission trips is something near and dear to my heart. Um, I first went on my first mission trip, quote unquote, um, back in high school, went to Jamaica. And that's really where the Lord just captured my heart, surrendered my life to him. And so it's always been just kind of a cool part of the story that the Lord's woven into my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so in hearing about 10-2 and the Mm -hmm. opportunity to do a summer overseas, um, I just graduated, didn't know what I was doing yet. Mm-hmm. And I'll go go do missions. Yeah, um, was in Frankfurt as you mentioned, mm-hmm. and part of a house church movement there, house nice. church planting. And we were in the northwest part of the city. Learned so much about what it means to be the church, be part of a church, um, and just welcome people in, yeah. in into your home and yeah. build community community that way. Learned a lot from that aspect. Kind of went back went back to the U.S. after that and mm-hmm. started thinking more long-term. I was thinking yeah. two years, what does that look like? Um, looked at some different organizations mm-hmm. and ultimately decided um, to then go with GEM yeah. and help mobilize and some people in short-term um, to go overseas. Yeah, yeah. So what are some of your passions, man? Like what mm-hmm. what ignited you with 10 to make you want to pursue ministry long-term? Um, mm. You know, you said your heart, the, the Lord gripped your heart in Jamaica. But it, it there was it was definitely a process. So, mm. uh, tell us about like the process from Jamaica until you know serving with us now, like kind of the the big moments that mm-hmm. the Lord did in your life. So yeah, yeah, just to relate to some people who maybe be who are maybe praying about this mm-hmm. or maybe considering like what does ministry and mission look like? You know, awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think first realization, so kind of in the beginning in Jamaica was wow, God is so much bigger than. The world that I'm used to so much bigger than, you know, the God of America, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Like, no, he's the God of the world, of the nations, not even the world, but the universe. And yeah. I, I get a chance to do a relationship with that God. Yeah, um, definitely. And so I think God's heart for the nations and, you know, living life following Jesus, they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And so as we keep following Jesus, I think that heart for the nations grows. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so that was the kind of start, the pivotal point. Um, in college, went to Liberty University, got to go on some trips to different places, mm-hmm. um, Mexico, Israel, North Africa. And um, it was really in North Africa where I think things really changed in my heart, specifically wow. with heart for unreached Muslims. Yeah. And literally people who never heard the gospel won't ever get the chance to hear the gospel Yeah, unless somebody tells them mm-hmm. about the good news yes um what part what 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 country in north africa yeah that? i was in morocco oh, so morocco. i'm not supposed okay. to say so oh, okay. I, I won't i won't say which organization i was with okay don't say yeah we'll just leave it at that <laughs> we'll leave it in morocco yeah in morocco we'll say a city we won't say any any names yeah. or anything like that yeah. um and so that just broke my heart i remember just gazing out at this city and and knowing that none of these people know who jesus is like mm-hmm. Uh, who he actually is you know wow. they, they know jesus they don't know who he actually is as lord and savior um and so after that i was like all right i'm gonna go overseas long term was looking mm-hmm. at different things for that yeah graduated graduated college um after and then did did frankfurt mm-hmm. with 10 2 mm-hmm. um and that's when i started thinking okay i'm gonna go for two years go overseas yeah um and then the Lord kind of third phase to that would be he doesn't need me to go overseas. I, I was 
we always talk about we need more men in missions and we need more men overseas. Right. Um, and so I was like, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a guy. I'm single. I'll go overseas. Right. Um, and I just fixated my my sights on this and thought this was the next step. Um, and it it took humbling a humbling of me to realize, oh, no, God is ordering my steps. He's the right. one that's opening the doors, closing the doors. Yeah, um, definitely. And the door that he opened was to work with Jem to help mobilize and send, hopefully, more guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Overseas. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it sounds like a journey that's been a process a bit, for a bit of a journey. You could yeah, say. a bit yeah. of a journey. Yeah, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, so, how long is short term? Because mm. some people think short term is only a week, and long term is three months. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. what is in the mission field? What is short term? Yeah. So for us, short term is twelve months up okay. to up to twelve months. Okay. So one month to twelve months. Anything under that is like I don't know a word more than short. It's like mm. uber short. Yeah, uber know. short term. Uber yeah. short term. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a one week or it's a two week or so. Yeah. That awesome. You're looking at gem teams for that. Yeah. Um, the journey one month, twelve months. Okay, great, great. So where can people go serve with us mm. on the journey? Anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Okay. The field is open. Anywhere we have long-term missionaries mm-hmm. and partnerships. Um, mm-hmm. So we're not going to send a short-termer that's going to serve for three months in a place we've never been. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, that would be unwise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So what are some ministry opportunities that people have, not just with 10-2, but maybe mm-hmm. outside of 10-2, um, some deeper ministries that you've seen, like people go, mm-hmm. um, we could talk about gem teams here, we could talk about anti-trafficking ministries here mm-hmm. uh not necessarily like maybe t- things that like aren't necessarily featured in tend to but mm-hmm. maybe something that some opportunities that people could do um with the journey you mm-hmm. know yeah let's take um anti-trafficking for example yeah um so we can we have a team and we have um, partner organizations in paris area that okay. work with that um and for that you don't want to send a tend to team or you yeah. don't even really want to send somebody short term who's right. six months because right. part, so much of that ministry is really building trust, building relationships, staying there, not definitely. being there and then leaving. Yeah, um, definitely. That's what people are used to. They're used to who are being trafficked, you know, right. People there leave gone. Um, and that's part of the trauma too. And so if we're talking about 12 months, that's still technically being short term service. Like right. that's doable in a place like, like Paris. Um, but, yeah, so Paris is a good example because we don't want to send a 10-2 team there because sometimes it could do more harm than good, maybe. Yeah, totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are some other opportunities? Mm. That you th- we send a lot um, to the UK. Okay. That's a lot working in um, your old stomping grounds. Yeah, yeah. Birmingham mm-hmm. and, and Sunderland. Yeah. Um, working with churches and yeah. so just being part of a church body. Mm-hmm. And honestly, when, when they're with the church, it's like, all right, you are part of that church. You are serving with them. You are doing ministry locally. Mm-hmm. And so lots of the time, I honestly don't even know exactly what they're doing. I just trust the field and the partners. And yeah, they're totally. the ones that they're they're kind of running the show over there yeah. the way it should be. Yeah, and like when you mean you don't know like exactly what they're doing, like the day-to-day ministry. Like yeah. basically it's an overview of like we have a strategy placed in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. We have a strategy in Frankfurt. We have a strategy in Berlin, a strategy in Athens. And... We just kind of connect, you mm-hmm. know, people to the field uh, who have been working there for decades yeah. and who are experienced in that field. And I, I think that England is a popular one just because 
there's no language barrier mm-hmm. and it's yeah it's it's just a great location for us birmingham is exploding right now with mm-hmm. with churches and mm-hmm. and a ton of ministry opportunities admin opportunities a storytelling team there yeah. uh, that we're trying to build so um just plug for storytelling yeah plug yeah, for great, storytelling great yeah team. great mm-hmm. team yeah, shout out to the Kleinfelters. Yeah, Grant. Love you guys. Shout out to Elena Reyes also, who is just part of this applicant mm-hmm. relations in in the journey, mm-hmm. and she's just a vital part of of the mission. And also, shout out to Barbara Wilkie. Yes, Barbara. Yeah, we need a podcast just for Barbara. We need a podcast for just sure. for Barbara because she is just the goat. Honestly, the mm-hmm. admin goat, and she helps process every single person. Mm. who's coming through the pipeline with us and helps them get connected and emails them. And so she's just, she's amazing. So shout out to Barbara mm-hmm. uh, for helping us. But yeah, man, let's uh, just a few more questions about, mm. you know, what the process is like, and then we'll dive into your story with Ten Two. Sure. So what about money? Um, like, what does that look like? What do the finances look like? Because with Ten Two, it's kind of like a you have a certain point that you raise mm-hmm. and then, you know, you have your support account open mm-hmm. and then, you know, you may be done and you may donate your money to somebody else. But if somebody who's thinking more seriously about maybe an eight to 12 month trip, you know, or even something short term, what does the budget look like for that? You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tend to it's easy on the money side and the yeah. fact that we know what the cost is going to be. You get your budget same across the board and mm-hmm. you support raise for that. Yeah. Short-term service, the beauty of it, non-102, it's so flexible. Yeah, Things, yeah. You can go for one month, you can go for 11 months. Mm-hmm. You can go to Romania where mm-hmm. it's, you know, Kosovo. Yeah. Where you can get a burger for a dollar. Yeah, or yeah. Or you can go to the UK yeah. or France. Yeah, where or Rome. Yeah, or Rome. Like, yeah. Yeah, $8 for a burger. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, and so with that, it's we... That budget and finances all come after placement. Yeah, and so totally. kind of pipeline would be first step calls, paperwork, right. interviews, right? Then placement. Yeah. And when we figure out placement, when we confirm that with the field, mm-hmm. we know how long they're going to be there. We know where they're going to be. We confirm yeah. that with the field, and then we go through any additional details. Are they going to be doing language school? Yeah. Are there going to be visa costs? Build right. a budget. Finance creates that. We get it confirmed with the field, and then we sit down with the applicant and go over the budget line by line. Mm-hmm. And this is something that Elena does. Yeah, um, she goes over things like processing fees, visa costs, insurance, because um, there's some other things on there that people might not really know at first. Like, oh, what is this? I don't want to pay for this. But yeah. everything is so vital to be able to send yeah. in a healthy manner people and for them to be over there on the field. And so we can give ballpark estimates sometimes. Right. People are like, hey, how much would this cost? I'm like, I can give you an estimate. Yeah. Say, It'll cost maybe this this much for three months, this month, this much for eight months. Um, but yeah, we build the budget according to the yeah. location and the need yeah. and um, all aspects of that. Yeah. So just to summarize that, it's based on the need mm-hmm. and it's placed after and you get your budget after placement mm-hmm. because budget after placement. Yeah, it's yeah. based on where you're going. So housing in Paris is way different than housing in Kosovo. Yeah. Same or with housing, visa costs. Yeah, same mm-hmm. with visa cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or housing in London or housing in, you know, Greece, even mm-hmm. in Athens, you know, so. Yeah. So um, if you're looking at going 
on a dime or going on, going on a cheap budget. Go to Kosovo, go for under three months. Yeah. And you'll love your time there. Yeah. And yeah, the Lord will do some great things there in Kosovo. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, yeah, shameless plug to, Kos- <laughs> to Kosovo. Um, we just spent some time there leading 10-2 this summer, but let's talk about your your experience in Frankfurt, mm-hmm. you know, with 10-2 in 2019. Um, obviously, that had an impact on you to where you you worked at another place for a short period of time, and mm-hmm. then Jim had an opening for short-term, you know, the journey coordinator, mm-hmm. and you took that. So it must have been an impactful summer for you. Mm-hmm. So I'd love for you to dive in. What were some highlights of, of Frankfurt, mm-hmm. and what made you love, you know, serving with us, and what were some struggles even mm-hmm. of Frankfurt? Yeah, so Frankfurt is the only city in Germany mm-hmm. that there's more non-Germans that live there than Germans actually, mm. and so they wow. get yeah. lots of they have lots of immigrants, lots of expats, um, refugees, and then also Germans, um, and so it's a very diverse city, and so that was definitely a highlight of of my time there. Is, yeah, again, we lived and served with a house church um, in the northwest part of the city, which was the most diverse part of the city itself. Yeah. Um, and so we would be, you know, singing worship songs on, on Sunday in seven different languages and pray, praying in, you know, eight or nine different languages. Wow. All, all in there in one small room. It's not like we had a thousand people there. We had yeah. 20 people there. 20 you know, people in one 20, church. Yeah. yeah. And, um, wow. And it was, it was, it was very cool, very beautiful picture of just the kingdom. Yeah. Um, I love that. And of heaven. And, that was, that was a highlight for sure. Um, all the different people you'd meet um, from different backgrounds mm-hmm. and going different places too. Yeah. Um, people were, we had people in our church that were wanting to go be missionaries elsewhere. And yeah. where it's like, we send missionaries to Frankfurt and then people in Frankfurt are sending missionaries elsewhere. And so that's that was cool to see. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Broken city for sure. Um, mm. That part of the, the city is the highest, highest suicide rate, drug rate. Wow. Um, so you kind of feel that heaviness sometimes. Yeah. Um, and so there'd be some nights where it's just hard to sleep and you know, all you can do is pray really um, yeah. and and go to war, go to battle. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah, that's a little bit about my time in Frankfurt. I learned so much about the church um, and about community and the importance of just doing life together mm-hmm. um, and not even having a schedule, just being like, all right, let's let's see where the Lord leads us today. Yeah. Um, learned, learned some stuff from the missionaries there about, listening to the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. just going out into the city and meet people and ask them about their stories um, and letting kind of like the Lord lead. And he's already the one doing the work in people's hearts before. And so it's how we can partner alongside that. Yeah, I love that, man. Yeah. Well, Ian, thanks, man. Thanks for joining us today. This is uh, it has been a great episode. And mm-hmm. what would you say to encourage someone who is looking to serve short term with us? What are some what yeah. are some words of encouragement? Honestly, I'd say just go for it. Not yeah. even necessarily with us, just about whatever you are kind of thinking of wrestling with in your heart, like in terms of next steps, in terms of ministry, missions, a job even. Right. Like go for it. Don't don't look at your life and see these two options and then think that if you choose option B when option A was the will for your life, now you're off the path that the Lord has for you. And mm. then the Lord's still on this path. No. God is faithful and God is powerful and he is good and he wants to be close to us. Right. So if we take option B and we're going this way, it's like, okay, God's going to be there with you on option B. Mm-hmm. And then if, if it was supposed to be option A, like 
he's going to turn you around to option A. Yeah. Like, and so don't don't think that you're going to miss God's will for your life if you have two choices mm-hmm. and you choose their quote-unquote wrong one. Because right. I don't know if there is. Yeah, honestly, it's like when I was deciding between this or, you know, a big opportunity back mm-hmm. home, like the Lord said, do it, do what you want, just like yeah. be faithful. And God would have used you. Like yeah. if you chose the other one, it'd be somebody else in this seat right now. And yeah, that'd exactly. be good. Like, yeah. He, he fills that position. Yeah, and I did. Here's the thing, Ian. I did choose. No, I didn't choose mission like the yeah. first time. <laughs> same and here. Same here. So brother. he and then yeah. he he led me. What did he do? He led mm-hmm. me back to mission. Mm-hmm. So wow. like, my plan A was was music, mm-hmm. and then the Lord had this plan B, and so I asked the Lord and I said, Lord, I'm I think I'm going to choose plan A, and He was like, Okay, like just be faithful. Mm-hmm. And then, and he led you around. And then he led me right <laughs> around to Plan B, and my heart changed. Mm. Like it wasn't that he just like took Plan A away from me, but he just led me into Plan B. So That's I awesome. love that you just That's said great. that. So, um, you listening, just be encouraged that, you know, whatever plan you have, just let God take the reins, and mm. yeah, whatever His will is is best for your life. So, Ian, thank you, man. Would you pray yeah, for us? You. Would you pray for the person listening to this? Definitely. Yeah, yeah I would love to. Awesome. Lord, thank you, um, Lord, that we get to just partner with what you're doing. Um, Lord, I thank you for for Nathan and, yeah, that you changed his heart, Lord, and you, you worked with him, and um, that's a process, Lord, and you are faithful, and we are on a journey together with you. Um, Lord, I pray for those who are listening um, to this podcast, Lord, if they have some decisions in front of them, Lord, whether it's to go with Jem or go with somebody else or even to go overseas or to stay yeah. stay in the U.S., Lord, um, that they can just not trust in their decision-making or what the decision is, Lord, but trust fully in you and in your character, Lord, that you're faithful, that you're good, Lord, um, and you're kind, Lord. So I just pray for those listening, Lord. Um, Lord, I pray that you just guide them, um, that they lean on you, Lord, may I just go forth boldly and in confidence, Lord, because you are with them. Lord, you are you're before them, you are behind them, you are in front of them. Yeah. Lord, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Ian, thanks again, man. Thank you for yeah. your story. Thank, thank you, you for saying yes to the Lord and saying yes to Jem. So Amen. you listening, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been the Tentu Project Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks again for listening. Hey, are you interested in serving with us? Go to gemission.org or 102project.org to inquire right now. Uh, you can find a bunch of different opportunities on our website, gemission.org, 102project.org. You can listen to the other episodes of this podcast. And if you enjoy it, share it with a friend, leave a review. This really helps us out. This really helps us get the word out about the need for mission in Europe. This is why we go so that disciples can make disciples. And we pray for God's kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thanks again for listening. Hope your day is great. We will see you next time for the next episode. Bye-bye.